Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Hope, Rita Hayworth, Elvia Allman. The Gulf Screen Guild Theater. Your neighborhood good golf dealer and the Gulf Oil Companies welcome you to the Gulf Theater, the one place where you meet all your favorite stars. Tonight, the Gulf Theater presents Bob Hope, Rita Hayworth, Elvia Allman, Oscar Bradley and his golf orchestra, and your host, the director of the golf theater, Roger Pryor. Good evening, everyone. Baseball is with us again. And tonight we're doing a baseball play, Elmer the Great, by George M. Cohen and Ring Lardner. Bob Hope is Elmer, and his sweetheart Nellie is Rita Hayworth. Rita, you know, is the Columbia Picture star borrowed by MGM for an important role in their new picture, Susan and God. We're mighty grateful to Rita for stepping in at the last minute to replace Ann Sheridan, who was suddenly taken ill. That spirit of cooperation is typical of Hollywood stars, for they feel that the Gulf Theater is their own theater. Because the money they would ordinarily receive for appearing here, Gulf gives instead to the Motion Picture Relief Fund to help meet its needs and to build a home for the less fortunate members of the picture industry. And now I want to introduce a man who, despite his rapid rise to fame, always can find time to do a benefit performance. Who do they call when the Legion wants a master of ceremonies? Eddie Cantor. Who do, who do they call when the Elks need an after-dinner speaker? Jack Benny. Who do they call? Here he is, folks. None other than Bob Hope. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Roger. Roger Pryor and I have a lot in common. He sells gas and I give it away. But I'm glad. I'm glad to be back here on this show again. I don't mind plugging gasoline twice. But when they asked me to change my theme song to Tanks for the Memory, that's going too far. <laughs> I didn't have any trouble getting permission for my sponsor to appear in this program. He said he'd like to see me in the Gulf. Uh, I mean, on the Gulf. And the Screen Actors Guild, as I was too fast for myself, wasn't I? <laughs> and the Screen Actors Guild has a very unique history. What makes it unique is that it's the only history Don Amici hasn't starred in. <laughs> yes, but of course, <laughs> I like it here because the theater is in my blood. In fact, I've got the only pulse in the world that can beat four times and stop to take a bow. <laughs> but I always enjoy working with screen stars, although my real career is radio, Paramount tells me. Uh, radio, radio certainly is a wonderful thing. I can tell a joke in Hollywood, and if a guy in Shanghai doesn't like it, all he can do is write me a nasty letter. 
What chance has he got? He doesn't even know I can't read. <laughs> but anyway, here it is, springtime again, and a lot of the girls are getting married by George and by Jessel. And... <laughs> I should have opened with that. Well, I suppose, and uh, we really are having a touch of spring weather. I suppose you've read about the heat wave we've been having out here in California. All last week, the temperature was so high, the Chamber of Commerce was dividing it by two and still blushing. <laughs> and the heat affected Bing Crosby's horses, too. Their blood began to flow again. <laughs> what there is of it. And why it was even, it was even so hot... I followed Hedy Lamar down Hollywood Boulevard, and we were both walking. <laughs> and I'll walk on that, Roger. All right, Bob. And now as Bob goes backstage to don his baseball dogs, I'll throw the cue, which brings up the curtain on the first act of the Gulf Theater production, Elmer the Great. Tonight we meet Bob Hope as Elmer Kane, the home-run king of the Terra Hepsball team. Rita Hayworth as his girlfriend, Nellie, and Elvia Allman as Mrs. Kane, Elmer's mom. The story begins in Gentryville, Indiana, Elmer's hometown. A long-distance telephone call has just come into Gentryville from New York. Hello? This is Elmer Kane of Gentryville. This is Joe of the New York Giants. Elmer can't be disturbed now. He's eating breakfast. Hello? I want to talk to Elmer Kane. This is Brown of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Elmer can't talk now. He's eating lunch. Hello? Elmer Kane there. This is Green of the Boston Bees. It's tea time. Elmer's having his tea bone. If you slide down the banister again, watch out for that nail. Oh, darn, that nail always have to go back to my pants. <laughs> Gosh dang it, broke my glasses, too. Oh, you'll have to phone Nellie and tell her you can't work in the grocery store today. Darn it, no, I can't see a thing without them glasses. See, this marmalade sure is sticky, Ma. Elmer, get out of the fly paper. <laughs> oh, them ain't raisins, huh? Well, Ma... <laughs> uh... Seeing as how I haven't got my glasses, tell me something. What is it, sir? Uh, which one of you is the stove? <laughs> well, I'm way over here. Well, you'd better throw a little cold water on me, Ma. I thought I was sitting on your lap. <laughs> oh, then. There's somebody at the door. I'll see who it is, Ma. All right. Good morning, Elma. Oh, hello, Nellie. Elma, this is Mr. Wade. How do you do, Mr. Kane? Oh, how do you? Come in, sit down. I'll fry up an egg. Oh, thanks. Not hungry. Don't trouble yourself. Oh, no trouble at all. We just squeezed the chicken again. <laughs> Mr. Kane, uh, Elmer, I represent the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I ain't interested. Oh, Elmer, listen to him. It means so much to you. Uh, say, Nellie, ain't that the preserve jar over by you? What? Yes. Well, come on. Shoot the jelly to me, Nellie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. And here's your old glasses. Well, good morning, Nellie. Good morning, Mrs. Kane. This is Mr. Wade. How do you do? Oh, shucks, Ma. I'm starving to death. How about my breakfast? I'll start your ham and eggs as soon as your steak's done, Elmer. Uh, excuse me. I like the eggs done on both sides, Ma. Flip them over and don't forget the French fried lionese and mashed potatoes. This is the opportunity of a lifetime, Elmer. You've got to play ball for the Cubs. 
Why, Mr. Wrigley himself wants you. Yeah? Did he get permission from Dizzy Dean? Why, it's an honor to play with a big league team like the Chicago Cubs. Besides, uh, you only have to play two hours a day. What else could you spend that time doing? I could be eating. Hey, Ma, what's taking so long with them eggs? I've been having a lot of trouble with the hens lately. Trouble with the hens? Yeah, ever since that new rooster moved in next door, all they do is stand around and pass notes through the bars. <laughs> Mr. Kane, how about signing this contract with the Cubs? No, I'm sick of baseball. Oh, but Elmer, you might be another Babe Ruth. Yeah, that's what I mean. Spend 20 years at a job and end up as a candy bar. <laughs> Here's your done. Oh, never mind, Maul. This John has kind of took away my appetite. I'm going upstairs and compose myself. Oh, but Elmer. I'll see you down at the grocery store, Nellie. Elmer, where is that whole watermelon I left on the table? Oh, sorry, Ma. I must have been munching. <laughs> uh, can you imagine that refugee from a cornfield high hat in the Chicago Cub? Oh, you don't understand, Elmer, Mr. Wade. He's the dearest, sweetest, kindest, most modest man I've ever known. Oh, so that's how it is. Well, I hope you and his gastric juices are very happy. Oh, if a girl like you were in love with me, I'd want to get ahead. Oh, Elmer's sort of different. Oh, so he is, Nellie. Well, guess I'd better make some beds. We've been sleeping on the floor long enough. Uh, I guess I may as well start back to Chicago. Oh, uh, Mr. Wade. Yeah? Please don't leave Gentryville until I say the word. I don't get you. I may be able to manage this for you. What's that? You wait for word at the hotel, and I'll, I'll talk to Elmer as soon as he comes to the store. I won't make any promises, Mr. Wade, but I'm pretty sure Elmer will play ball with the Chicago Cubs. Now, let me wrap up them beans, Nellie. Anything else, Mrs. Whiffle? Yes, a quart of milk, Elmer. Oh, well, just help yourself, Mrs. Whiffle. The cow's in the back room. Left-hand side is grade A. <laughs> uh, Elmer, I want to talk to you. Okay, Nellie, only please don't talk about me joining that baseball team. Why do you feel that way? Is it because you're afraid to go to Chicago? Well, I'm satisfied to be right here in Gentryville working for you and your grocery. Elmer, what's the real reason behind all this? You want to know? Yes. <laughs> okay. Look, here in the back of my watch. Right over the alarm. What? Well, look at it. Oh, oh, I see. Christmas, 1934. Selma. Elmer. No, no. I mean the picture. What? Why the picture of me? Yep, hooked it out of your family album three years ago. It was right next to the picture of your Uncle Harry and Aunt Minnie necking at Niagara. But why a picture of me, Elmer? Well, it's kind of hard to explain. I go around the days all the time. Even at night. I dreamed I was chasing you last night. You was running through the woods with your hands in the air. What was in my hand? A couple of sandwiches. <laughs> See, but no matter what I do, Nellie, I can't get you off my mind. Sometimes I think I'm going crazy. Elmer, are you trying to tell me you love me? Love you? Gosh, see where it's shucks. Golly. Elmer, come down from that chandelier and answer me. <laughs> oh, I love you. There, I said it. Well, in that case, I, I don't think you'd better come to the store anymore, Elmer. What? You... You mean you don't want to see me no more? That's exactly what I mean. Oh, gee, I guess if you feel that way, I better go away so you won't have to see me around town. Maybe I better join the Foreign Legion or go up north into the storm country. You don't have to go that far. Well, how far do you think I ought to go? Oh, I don't know. But if you went to Chicago and you signed this contract, you'd at least have a job. Yeah, at least. Well, Mr. Wade's still at the hotel. While you're signing the contract, I'll call him and tell him you'll meet him at the station. Well, maybe we ought to think this over. No, Elma, we've made up our minds. Yeah, we have. Well, I'll go home and pack. Your clothes? No, like a lamb. Oh, oh Elmer. Elmer, darling. Oh. Hello. Hello, this is Wade. Oh, yes, 
Yes, Mr. Wade. How's it come out? Elton was on his way to the station to meet you. Good. You'll never regret this, young lady. I'm regretting it already, Mr. Wade. I had to pretend I'm not in love with Elmer to get him to go. Never mind. Later on, you can write him a letter explaining everything. Well, I hope I'm not making a mistake. You want Elmer to be a success, don't you? Oh, yes, Mr. Wade. Then promise me you won't write or attempt to communicate with Elmer until the season is well underway. All right, Mr. Wade. I promise. Four next, the Chicago Cubs win first game of season. <laughs> Win from Red Sox, Elmer Kane hit four homers. Cubs take doubleheader, Elmer hits five homers, extra. Cubs head lead, Elmer Kane hit six homers. Other teams sign up his brothers, Vincent and Dominic. Nelly, are you sure Elmer's going to talk on the radio? It says so, right in the paper. Maybe they'll introduce him after this number. And now, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience... That is Elmer, is it? Not yet. It is now my pleasure to introduce one of the greatest figures the great game of baseball has ever known, Mr. Elmer Kane. Here he is, Mrs. Kane. Uh, Even, ladies and gentlemen, this is Elmer Kane speaking, if you didn't know. That's him, Nellie. Chicago's pretty lucky to get Elmer Kane. That's me, and... I guess Chicago will be pretty glad when Elmer Kane, meaning me, puts it back in the World Series again. And Elmer Kane is a kid who can do it. Well, good night, everybody. This is yours truly, Elmer Kane. Signing off. Elmer Kane appeared on this program through the courtesy of Elmer Kane. That's funny, Nellie. He didn't even say hello more. Oh, he doesn't say just even then dumb prize fighters say hello more. I have a feeling something's happened to Elmer, Mrs. Kane. Yeah, maybe he ain't eaten right. Mm, worse than that. Maybe success has gone to his head. Maybe he has so many new friends he just doesn't remember the war who went back in Gentryville. What do you mean, Nellie? I've written him a letter every week and he hasn't even answered one of them. I've got to see him and talk to him and find out why. I'm going to Chicago. Well, if you're going to Chicago, I'm going along with you. <laughs> you darling. Hurry and pack your things. The train leaves in 20 minutes. I won't be a minute. Don't forget your toothbrush. I won't. Got it right here next to my teeth. <laughs> brief moment while we're waiting for our curtain to rise so we can find out just what Elmer will say to Nellie and vice versa. There's a young fellow right here in the Gulf Theater who has a word or two he'd like to say to you. All right, Johnny. Thank you, Roger. Well, folks, I'd just like to say that you can't trust the calendar. Now, according to the calendar, it's spring. And yet during the past few days, snowstorms have made front page news in the east and midwest. The south, too, has had its share of bad weather. So naturally, driving conditions in recent weeks have been unusually tough on the family automobile. Your motor oil, for instance, has taken a real beating. It's probably worn out and dirty as well. So to protect your engine, refill right now with Gulf Pride. Gulf Pride is different from all other motor oil. Use it and we believe that you'll add less oil between drains and pay fewer carbon cleaning and repair bills. That's because Gulf Pride is made differently. Refined from pure Pennsylvania crude, not by conventional methods alone, but also by the Alclor process that only Gulf uses. The Alclor process removes up to 20% more waste and sludge, helps Gulf Pride exceed every known set of motor oil specifications, including those of the Army and Navy. Yet Gulf Pride doesn't cost a single cent more than other premium oil. 
So stop tomorrow where you see the sign of the orange disc at your neighborhood good golf dealers and refill your crankcase with Gulf Pride motor oil. second act of the Gulf Screen Guild comedy, Elma the Great, starring Bob Hope as Elma Kane, Rita Hayworth as Nellie, and Elvia Allman as Elmer's Maw. It's the next day in the first game of the World Series between the New York Yanks and the Chicago Cubs. Elmer, unaware that Nellie and his mother are in Chicago to see him, is sitting in the dugout at the field with a streamlined blonde by the name of Evelyn. Oh, Elmer, the whole team in this weight is depending on you to win the pennant. Well, gosh, it won't be the first time I won one. Have you been a ball player long, Elmer? Yep, I started out as a spitball pitcher's assistant. A spitball pitcher's assistant? Yeah, I used to stand behind him on days his throat was dry. Oh. <laughs> Elmer, you really are wonderful. Oh, say nothing much. A guy's either born colossal or he ain't. See, Elmer, you're always eating those hot dogs with all that mustard on them. Yep, I even eat them mustard-covered hot dogs when I'm out there playing second base. Really, Elmer? Yep, last time a guy slid in, I put them out and painted them yellow at the same time. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Wade. Here's your bat. You need a home run, Elmer. Okay, Mr. Wade, which fence? Uh, hold my sandwich. Be right back, Evelyn. Hurry, darling. I'll be so lonesome without you. Hey, aren't you laying around a little thick, kid? You're paying me to keep him unconscious, aren't you? Yeah, what a tough job. That's like keeping chloroform under ether. What's that you got under there? Another letter from his girlfriend at Gentryville? Yeah. You aren't going to show him to him, are you? Think I'm crazy? Start home on the first train. Look out, here he comes. Well, I guess I put this game in the bag for you, Mr. Wade. That was great, Elmer. You were marvelous. Two men on bases and I knock a homer over the fence. And here's your reward. A kiss for each point. Oh, oh pardon me, Mr. Wade. Oh, sure, sure. I, I was just going anyway. No, no, I mean pardon me. I'll take back my sandwich. Well, Elmer, darling, don't you want me to kiss you? Oh, well, sure. I. Well, I guess I'd be a sucker, not the pucker. Well, <laughs> Well, just step in my office and get your toe hold. Uh, hello, Elmer. Nellie. Oh, don't let me disturb you. I see you're very busy. Oh, Nellie, Nellie, don't wait. Don't go away. Nellie, look, I can explain. Oh, you don't have to. You ball players won't let a curve go by without swinging at it. <laughs> oh, Nellie, listen. No, I've been making a fool of myself, thinking you still cared about me. But, Nellie, please. Well, don't worry. You won't be bothered by me anymore. Goodbye, Elmer. Nellie, wait! Oh, gosh dang it, there goes my appetite again. Pretty swell night, Bob, eh, Elmer? I hadn't noticed. Elmer, you've been moping around for weeks. Now, snap out of it. Tomorrow's the last game of the series. Uh, I just can't help it. It don't mean a thing without Nellie. Well, I wouldn't worry, Elmer. Plenty more pebbles on the beach. Yeah. Don't they hurt your feet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap out of it. Come on, let's be happy. Let's be gay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get down to the bakery and smell hot bread. <laughs> what you need is a drink. Hey, waiter. Yes, sir? I'll have another highball. And you, sir? I'll have another steak. Another steak? Yeah, and this, waiter, this time a small steak. Cut the hoofs off it. <laughs> How can you look at another steak? I guess you're right, Andy. Waiter, smother it with onion. Yes, sir. <laughs> It'll take at least 20 minutes for the steak, Mr. Kane. There are some roulette wheels in the back room. Would you like to wait there? And that's a great idea. Come on, Elmer. Make 
your bet, gentlemen. Place your bet. Two whites on number 14. Well, how about you, Mr. Kane? Well, I'll put a quarter on number five. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Kane. We don't play for money. Oh, well, that's fine. Can I have some of them things? Certainly. Mr. Pillman, the proprietor, said that Elmer Kane could have anything in the place. Oh, well, that's fine. Well, give me a stack of those white chips and some red ones, and I'll take some pink ones. They're pretty. And a few blue ones. They bring out the color of my eyes. <laughs> You don't expect me to believe you didn't know you were playing for money. Well, the fella told me you played for chips. That's right. The red chips are worth $100 each. The blue ones are worth... Well, you owe me $5,000. $5,000? Why, that's $10,000 stakes. But there's... There's no hurry, Mr. Kane. All you need to do is sign this IOU. Oh, IOU. Oh, I get it. A government project. <laughs> yes. Just sign your name right here. Okay, there you are. Is that all right now, or should I make the X figure? Well, that's up to you. Well, what do you mean, Mr. Stillman? Well, tomorrow is the last game of the series. I'll gladly tear up this IOU if you assure me your team will lose. Yeah, but they ain't gonna lose. I'm betting a great deal on the Yanks, so it's up to you to see that the Cubs lose. You mean you want me to throw the game? Precisely. Well, I'll have to look it up in the rule book first. Hey, what am I saying? Why, you... Hey, look, mister, i got to get out of this jail. Get down in your bunk, buddy, and keep quiet. I want to hear this ball game on the radio. Yeah, but I'm Elmer Kane. And I'm Napoleon. Yeah? Say. <laughs> What's your Crosley? Will you please call Mr. Wade? Now, here's the lineup in batting order for today. For the Cubs, Abbott, first base, Kane, second base. See, I know you wasn't Kane. Correction, correction, please. Mooney playing second instead of Kane. You see, I told you I was Kane. Hey, Bill, there's a lady to see the prisoner in cell five. Okay, let her in. Oh, gonna now have to miss the game. This way, miss. Elma Kane, what are you doing here? Well, gosh, Nellie, I was arrested for doing what Ma's been doing all my life. What's that? Raising Kane. <laughs> Heard that on a radio program. Corny guy, that Bob Hope. I called your hotel and Andy told me you were in jail. Oh, gee, Nellie, it was nice of you to come down here. I thought you were mad at me. I was. But I talked to Mr. Wade, and he told me all about that girl and why you didn't write. Oh, but I did write every day, Nellie. I know. I wrote you, too. But Mr. Wade stopped the letters. He did? What for? So you'd stay with the team. He knew you might go back to Gentryville, and he needed you, Elmer. He needs you right now. Come on, we'll go to the ballpark. Oh, no, I ain't going, Nellie. Mr. Wade made me suffer. I couldn't think. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat between meals. Gee, Elmer, that's terrible. Yeah, I even threw my sense sent away. I didn't care what happened to me. Elmer, please, we've got to go. Oh, Nellie, I've been tricked. I've been toyed with. I'm going to stay right here in jail. Elmer. Elmer, you love me, don't you? Oh, sure I do. If you'll go to the ballpark, I'll, I'll put my arms around you like this. Well, that ain't a bad argument. And I'll uh, kiss you like this. <laughs> that stuff's... Uh, how, how, how is that? I <laughs> That stuff's going to catch on. Uh, how was that again? Gee, that's swell. Try it once more, only this time let me take off my catcher's mask. Yeah, yeah, Ma, yeah, what are you doing here? Never mind that, son. You get right out of this jail. You remind me too... You remind me too much of your father. Uh -huh. <laughs> Don't worry, Ma. I'm leaving right now, and I hope I ain't too late to get to the ballpark for the last inning. 
step on a driver? Nice. It's sure nice driving in this open-top cab. It ain't an open-top cab, lady. Elma, you and your hay fever. Hurry, driver. Let's stop on the way and get a hot dog. Don't get excited, folks. I make it. <laughs> hey, will you pipe down back there? How can I hit a ball game on the radio? Here we are in the ninth and last inning. The score is three to nothing in favor of the Yanks. Oh, Elma, if you just let me drive, I'd get you there in no time. Oh, you never drove a car in your life, Ma. Shucks, ain't it easier than a steam shovel? <laughs> Won't be long now, folks. The Cubs have one out and three men on base. A home run would win this game. Yes, but who can hit a home run? I can. Well, for heaven's sake, hurry up. <laughs> Here's the ballpark driver. It's a tense moment, folks. A tense moment. The Cubs are selecting a pinch hitter. Who will it be? Wait, wait a minute. What's this? A taxi is driving across the field. It's speeding right toward me at home plate. It's stopping. It's Elmer Kane. Where in heck have you been? I got delayed. Howdy, Mr. Wade. Help me or just in time? Well, hand me my bat, Mr. Wade, and I'll sack a home run and show up the series. Boys are so glad to see you, Elmer. They want to parade around the field on their shoulders. Oh, wait a minute. Not yet, fellas. Wait a minute. Be careful. I dropped my glasses. Look out. Now you're stepping on them. Oh, my glasses. My Oh, gosh. Oh, gee whiz. You broke my glasses. I can't see. Here, let me pick up my bat. Elmer, let go of my leg. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. Well, Elmer is up at bat. The pitcher is winding up. Elmer, turn around. Huh? You're facing the catcher. The pitcher throws the ball. Oh, that shouldn't count. That was just a practice swing. The catcher throws the ball to the pitcher. Elmer swings at it. Wait a minute. I can't see a thing. The pitcher is now winding up to throw the ball that may end the game and the series. And here it goes. Elmer, here comes the ball. Quick, turn around. Where? What happened? You hit the ball. Oh. Elmer, run! He passes third. He's heading for home. He's 20 feet away. He's 15. He's 10. Come on, Elmer. Come on. It's a home run. Yeah, I tell you, Mr. Zegger, Gentryville is certainly going ahead. I hear the railroad put in a new rule to let passengers off here. Oh, shucks. They've been letting passengers off here right along, Elma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was a lot, a lot of trouble climbing. A lot of trouble climbing in and out of those mailbags. <laughs> oh, um, Elma. Yes, Nellie. Haven't you forgotten, Elma? Did you, did you forget this is the day you're getting married? Oh, well, how could I forget a thing like that? Say, who am I marrying? It's time to start for the church. Uh, can we eat first? <laughs> oh, darling, tell me again that you'll always love me. I sure will, Nellie. And you'll think of me always, even when you're working? Yep. And while you're sleeping? Yep. And while you're eating? <laughs> love sure is a wonderful thing. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Hope, Rita Hayworth, and Elvia Allman for a swell performance. And thank you, George M. Cohen and Ring Lardner Jr. for giving us permission to use the play. Say, say, Bob, tell me, can you really play baseball? Why, Roger, I'm a natural-born athlete. You know I'm up every morning at the crack of my back. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if I wasn't here this afternoon, I'd be out playing polo with the movie stars. Ah, to go galloping over the field, up and down, up and down, with a horse going down and up. It makes me dizzy. <laughs> makes me dizzy to think about it. Say, Bob, I've seen you ride horseback, and you're really pretty good. And about that up and, up and down business, well, a horse just, uh, the horse just naturally goes up and down as well as forward. And you know, it's the same way with an automobile. Although, of course, an automobile doesn't go up and down as much as a horse. 
But even on the smoothest roads, the moving parts of your car chassis do move slightly all the time. And that means that they must have the right kind of lubrication service to help protect them against friction and extra wear. week, ladies and gentlemen, truly a great event in the Gulf Theater. Rosalind Russell and Spencer Tracy co-starred in the radio premiere of Nanotchka by Melchior Lengel. It's a tough job Spencer takes upon himself, trying to teach a red Russian envoy to forget the revolution and become a glamour girl. We hope you'll all be tuned in because we're really going to have a lot of fun next Sunday night when the Gulf Theater presents Rosalind Russell as Nanotchka and Spencer Tracy as Count Leon Dabacourt with music, as always, by Oscar Bradley and his Gulf Orchestra. Beginning two weeks from tonight, Gulf will bring to your radio the celebrated Adventures of Ellery Queen. And so, until next Sunday, this is Roger Pryor saying good night, everybody, for your neighborhood good Gulf dealer. Bob Hope and Elfie Allman appeared to the courtesy of the makers of Pepsodent, and Bob Hope is now appearing in Paramount's Road to Singapore. Fred McMurray, who appeared last week, can now be seen in Columbia's Too Many Husbands, and Charles Coburn's latest picture is Florian for Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. Gulf Theater originates at Earl Carrollton, Hollywood, and this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>